Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer. I am very passionate about helping others to achieve an abundant life fueled by spiritual principles and emotional balance. In this podcast series, we delve into spiritual self-care. Yes, we will explore exercising our minds and bodies, but more importantly, we will discuss strengthening our inner being, embracing God's love, and being filled by the fullness of God. As you take this journey with us, we want to inspire possessing your authentic selves and happiness. Welcome back. If you were with us last week, woo, we done had us a good old conversation with Shauna. And I asked her to come back because I still got us some love questions to talk about with her. Shauna, for those who may not know who you are, can you please reintroduce yourselves to us? Sure. Thank you for having me back again. Hey, y'all who are um, back again. For those who are new, my name is Shauna. I'm a self-love empowerment coach. And I like to help to transform your love life from the inside out. So if you want more to spill, listen, if you haven't already, go back to the first podcast and listen, because I don't want to take up too much time of myself and let's get to it. All right. And where we left off last week, we were talking about, I think, maturing and growing and, and learning more about ourselves. And in the process of doing that, sometimes we shed what we attract, which is great. And we get in some new, more empowering people, relationships around us. But one of the things that I was thinking about, but I didn't say it because I was like, we don't have time to dress it, so I'm glad we're back. But <laughs> as we were talking about this journey and being more self-aware and maturing, I'll be honest with you, because that's just who I am. One of the things that stood out in my mind was, oh my goodness, this is a lot of work. Yes. So that's why people want to skip over, like, just show me how I need to get the man or what I need to do. Bump all that other stuff. Like, I get to that when I get in a relationship. Like, no. <laughs> do this <Right>. now. <laughs> so you don't got to keep doing trial and error stuff, right? Yeah. So you could make different selections <laughs> when it comes to connecting with someone. And this is not only limited to if the women are listening, if you're a single individual, you could be an existing relationship or a marriage because self-love is not reserved for, and I know we're talking about Valentine's Day, but the principles are still applicable because if you're in an existing relationship, when you grow in self-love, you can transform that relationship, especially if your significant other see those changes and that person is on board, you see that changes as well. Or the changes within you could kind of highlight some things you probably overlooked in a relationship and you may need to assess that as well. Sure. But what is something that we can do up front to get ourselves in a positive place to begin that journey? Do you have to make a decision to be committed to doing the work? Just like like the beginning of the new year, like, yeah, I'm going to be disciplined and then I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to eat right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you start off with enthusiasm and then like, I, I, that's when you do it on your own. Unless you're someone who's like naturally like self-disciplined and self-directed, then that's different. But if you're someone that needs a little help, just like a personal trainer, 
that's where a coach could come in just to kind of have that level of accountability. And also you can, I guess, assess the change within yourself where certain life experience pop up. If you are the type that used to get impatient or hothead about something, you notice like, huh, you know what? I usually get upset, but I noticed that didn't bother me anymore. So I think it it starts from you making the decision that you want to be a different person. And two, and these are not in order. Two is like, okay, for for yourself, okay, where what does that look like for you? For some people, like, you know what, I may not be financially in a position to work with a coach, but that could start from researching books to get started. Maybe start journaling to kind of see what comes up so you could be more self-aware about your feelings. So definitely um proponent of journaling. Even if you don't want to go to coaching route, if you feel like there's some more stuff, like definitely seek out counseling. So any like tools or resources that promote self-awareness, that's where I'll start. Sure. I appreciate one of the things that you brought up in terms of paying attention to the changes. In my mind, I call those victories. That's a victory. And I, I say that because so many times we overlook those victories. Yes. And we can get consumed with, oh, I still got so much to go through. And it's like, no, you were victorious. If we pay attention, there's more that we can do. Right. And I always encourage my clients, yeah, celebrate the small wins. Mm -hmm. Because it's those little changes, we make those incremental changes that leads to the bigger picture. Most of us feel like, no, I'll make a real change when I know I've lost 10 pounds. Right. Yeah, that, that might be the goal. But you're not even appreciating the journey. Like you notice that you stop eating cake at midnight. That's a win, right? You've noticed your water intake has increased, but you still may be the same size. But so you're not even paying attention, like how those little habits that you're doing are changing and could easily dismiss the progress that you're making because you didn't get the 10 pounds off. So definitely. I think just celebrate the process and those little things because those are like positive reinforcers, whatever goals and any areas that you want, that you set for yourself. Sure, sure. And and that's really great feedback for sure. Because okay. when they say, well, you walk a couple of steps and then you never know, you walked a mile or two or did it. <laughs> I guess the beginning of the journey of a thousand miles is a single step. I don't know that. If y'all know who I call a holler, you, you, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I, it's vaguely in the brain, but I was like, yeah. <laughs> but when we get the gist. You know, you know, you know, they're laughing at us. You know, that's cool. You know, we human. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the gist is, is that we're here and God places people in your path to keep you on that journey. And and in the process, at the end of the day, you're at a place that was so much better than when you first started, this simplified way. And, and I want to kind of go back a little bit from the first interview. You talked about it. I'd like us to go in a little bit more detail. You, you touched base with how self-love kind of relates your identity a little bit. And so I want to go into a little bit more detail of what does that look like? What, how does that really affect how I did. <laughs> like I said, I think self-love is just a remembering of who you are, like your real and true identity, not necessarily formed one. Because oh. I think conditions that 
we place on ourselves and on others, we've kind of gotten out of touch mm. because we start to kind of live up to other people's ideals and expectations. And somewhere along the way, we lost ourselves in the mist. Mm. So self-love is kind of like that process of shedding those things that tell us who we need to be and who we should be Mm -hmm. and really getting back to self. Sure. So it's not so much forming your identity, remembering your true identity. Sure. And as you said that two things came to my mind, especially those who are parents who I think so many times their identity becomes through their children because Uh motherhood or you know, relationshiphood, if you want to call it as such, it's okay for me to understand who I am and who I was created to be. And it's okay. And, and then the second thing that jumped in my mind went back to the, the things that you were talking about, empowerment and giving yourself permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to touch on a little bit too, because you did give the example, like people who like parents. So in terms of the identity piece, and then I'll address the the empowerment piece with the identity piece. Like I think a lot of us can't easily get lost or whether like if you're a spouse or a parent or maybe your career, sometimes we could lose sight of ourselves Mm. because we may be wrapped up. Well, I'm make X amount of money. I'm this person that's in this position of power while I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter. So yeah, we take on those roles and sometimes we may get lost in the sauce. It's like, well, maybe I'm just a wife. I'm just a mother, but there's more. Mm -hmm. And sometimes a false sense of guilt could come in Mm. when you start thinking about yourself because you got wrapped up or lost in this identity. Because now when I touch on the expectation of others, well, now I kind of want to start doing things for myself or kind of make myself a priority. I don't want to come across as selfish or not a quote unquote, you know, good Christian because I say no, because I may want to do things for myself. Yeah. So, and I'm a reformed people pleaser. So I know all about that. And I think that the, my self-love journey helped me to shed a lot of my people pleasing tendencies and get rid of a lot of like false guilt because afraid of what people would think of me whether real or imagined but no because when I make myself a priority when I fill my own cup up then I'm able to give from a place of overflow and not from an empty cup and be emotionally burned out so but that's just the identity part of it I just wanted to touch on And I think the empowerment piece ties into that when you mentioned like giving yourself permission, right? So it ties in a little bit in terms of like self-care and that's where the guilt could come in. And self-care is not limited. Like, yeah, get your hair done, get your nails done, you know, go to the spa. That's part of it. But like true self-care is really taking time for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you have those times and moments that you're not a mom. You don't got to be in mommy mode (laughs) all the time. You don't got to be on boss mode all the time. You could just be Susie. You could just be Brenda. You could just be Michelle in that moment. And uh, I have another tagline phrase, like, you know, self-care is an act of self-love. 
and the empowerment piece comes from because you're making those decisions for yourself and you're not asking other people permission to like, is it okay for me to take time for myself? Mm-hmm. So you just operate from an empowered place. Sure. And, and as you were saying, is- I was smiling because uh, that's the title of the podcast series for the year is spiritual self-care, which you probably was not aware. But so I, <laughs> I, I just thought that that was me just again, seeing how everything just ties together. And one of the things that for you guys who've been listening, if you listen to the introductory to this podcast interview, we did talk about, because you know I'm a Jesus lover, so I'm going to bring it back a little bit. We talked about 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And in 1 Corinthians, we all know that that's like the love portion of the, the you know, love is kind, love, da, 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 da. And one of the things that I shared was how in those love actions, how do we be able to clothe ourselves with those love actions? And it was something great that you just shared as well, Shauna, which is when you are filling yourself up, it overflows. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. So you you transitioned us really well, not realizing what you was doing. <laughs> and, and so, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit in terms of First Corinthians. I'm pretty sure you've you've read First Corinthians, like, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And, and how does that correlate to us in our, our identity and, and loving ourselves? Can you provide your spin to it? Because they already heard my perspective. Okay, so uh, I actually have it in front of me. You know, everybody knows. Love is patient. Love is kind. It's not, it doesn't envy. It doesn't boast, depending on what translation that you're reading, right? So I think it goes back, goes back to self-love to the extent of you loving yourself. You know how to love and treat other people. You know, like love is patience and love is kind. Like, and it, it kind of goes through the different attributes of what love is and what love is not. And you could kind of use that as a barometer to see how, like, how am I showing up? Like, okay, you know what? I notice I'm being less patient at work or with my child. I'm really not acting, you know, showing up as love in this And I need to work more on my patience, right? And sometimes working more on your patience, you may be ex- have more experience that would kind of exercise to test, you know, like, okay, like I'm stuck in this traffic or my child is really acting up or my husband he's he's I don't know he on something today <laughs> you know what I mean so like trying my patience right. so it's like those are sometimes we may be put in situations that can be used as growth opportunities to exercise our love to, to grow and there's another part too I think in verse verse 11 and 12 says when I was a child I talked like a child I thought like a child I reasoned like a child when I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now, I see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. And now I know in part Then I shall be fully known. So for me, could you ask like my spinoff? What I think in the first podcast, you know, when you grow in self-love, like you're going to outgrow the old version of you, right? Like you are going to put that childish things aside, right? Not literally, but that old mindset that didn't produce the quality results that you wanted to see in your life. So now when you grow in self-love, you're this new version. So the outcome or the experience is going to be different because before you know in part. So self-love, you remember who you are, right? That identity. Now you're remember, you're embracing your wholeness. 
so you don't have to walk around here broken or fractured because you're a hold, right? So you operate from that space. So when you understand like you embody divine love, then I think unconsciously you're able to give that and receive that freely. Sure. One of the things that came to my mind is when we were talking about being on the self-awareness journey and knowing that it does require a little bit of work. <laughs> Not a little work. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of work. You got to be willing. A little bit But it's easy to get frustrated on that journey. Yeah. So I, I would like to kind of look at these love attributes and how can we clothe ourselves with these actions on that journey so we stay on it? I think just allowing yourself to feel. I think not being apologetic if you're upset and angry, like allow yourself to feel that. Because I think another part too, because when I say wholeness, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like, oh, rainbows and butterfly, like, no. (laughs) Even the parts of ourselves we don't like or we reject it, that's integrated. So that's when I say like loving and accepting yourself unconditionally and unapologetically, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just when you do the right thing or when you're doing the nice things. It's even parts of yourself that you don't like, parts of yourself that you hide from other people, right? Because you're afraid that this person really knows this part of my personality or my lifestyle. I may not be loved or accepted. So I need to continue to wear this mask, so to speak, so I don't lose that love and affection from that other person. So I think it's really loving all of yourself. Mm-hmm. right not you can't nitpick or cherry pick well I mean you can have, you could have the awareness like yeah I don't really like this of myself but then now you know that okay is there a, a desire to change and wanting to work in that area right mm-hmm. but rather than then we don't got time um because because I could go deep more in the psychological aspect <laughs> of it but we, we don't got time today girl because, okay, real, real quickly, I'll touch on it. So the parts that you don't like about yourself or you reject, this is more psychological, those aspects of yourself, because you feel like, especially if I'm talking to a lot of people who embrace the Christian faith, right? I don't know, y'all may step on toes, maybe, maybe not. You feel like, I just have to be this perfect Christian mm-hmm. and nothing but sweetie. Like, the world is not like that. Like, you're not like that 24 hours. Like. Even the best of us will probably have our moments like, I don't want to show that person love. Like, I don't feel like being like Jesus today. And I think you being real and honest with yourself is part of the process, right? Not just like kind of white knuckling or repressing it because, no, it's like, yeah, this part of myself is not pretty, Mm -hmm. but embrace it. Not embrace it like you just act like a tyrant or whatever, but acknowledge that those are parts of yourself and personality and your behaviors but now you have that acknowledgement what do you plan to do with it so I think that's the piece too and I think when you mentioned like doing the work I think that's when it could be hard because we know like there's parts of us like ah I gotta work on you know better attitude so I think not faking it and not and not um not being real with yourself um because you want to put on this perfect act. I don't know. You probably know where I'm going, but I'm going to just stop right there. Maybe you could 
ask another question. Because <laughs> I, because I, because I could see myself going down a rabbit hole. So with because there's so much that, yeah, and it's much more deeper than that. So I, I'm just staying a little bit on the surface, but yeah. So what she's saying is <laughs> information up. So you contact her and you'll be like, hey, I'll do a life coach and we'll go in these deeper elements so yes. that you have the foundation that you need to continue just, growing. And, then and be real with yourself. Yes. I'm, I'm promoting Shauna here. She's a wonderful life coach. <laughs> she has great, more, much more information. And I know she's going to uh, leave us with how we can get in contact with her so that if you enjoyed what she shared uh, in these past two interviews, you have a way to connect with her and say, okay, I want some more. <laughs> so, so I'll leave it as that. But one of the things that you did share going back in, in your statement is mm-hmm. something that was on my personal journey and has been my personal journey for a while. And that is, Kimir, if I'm my, being my true self, then other people won't like me. And so yeah. then it becomes, I don't really show all of myself because I want people to like me. Right. So yeah, yeah, I'm a reform people pleaser. So that's kind of one of the tendencies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can tell that's one of my issues as a people pleaser. And, and I think too, sometimes parents can fall into that trap as well um, because of trying to be all those things for those around them. So you can fall into any dimension, which is not being our authentic selves because of fearing how other people respond. And I'll tell you from my journey, as I continue this journey, oh, I can't stand it when I'm like that because I'm so bottled up. And then I become angry. I'll just be just me because I'm not able to be free. And I think that is so key. And it goes back to your other tagline about giving yourself permission and being empowered to be you. And so I appreciate you sharing that because it rang out in my ear because I know that's who I am. And that's the journey that I'm consistently on is that it's okay to be me. Let me be free to be me. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you could set yourself free, right, by the self-imposed thoughts we put on ourselves, because that's no way to live like the life that you desire and the life you, you know, created to to live. Because the thing is, it's like as a reformed people pleaser, like we really strive to impress people who may or may not check in for you like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, why are you spending all your time trying to press other people when you could just be living your life. Yeah. And as you say that, one of the things that, and I haven't brought it up yet in the podcast, and it'll, it'll continue to come out this season, but one of the things that has reigned so true in terms of what I love to put out to you guys is of being in a position where you're getting your life back. And I feel like with, you know, God, he's Jesus. He was like, hey, I'm here so you can have an abundant life. And I will love, and as we continue this journey, that as we were taking on these principles, at the end of the day, we're taking on that abundant life that God really has for us. And one of those ways is being okay with being you. It's okay. When you, I think, you know, I guess, any takeaway that's, I guess, the most simplified version of this podcast or this conversation is as long as you remember that you are loved and lovable, mm-hmm. then there's, you don't really need to seek external validation because mm-hmm. you know that within yourself. 
Man, that's a drop the mic statement. Whew. I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. I, I definitely appreciate our conversation all together. <laughs> One of the things that I'm like, oh, she has no idea that she just married everything into who we are as a non and just even the self-love. I'm like, oh, that's what we've been talking about this whole <laughs> But now you've you've given it a, a better phrase that mm-hmm. when we're doing these items and when we are taking this journey, that we really are just loving ourselves. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I love that. So real quickly for those, because I'm sure like the term self-love has been, I guess, more popularized over the past few years. And I know at a glance, right, it could seem like surface level, it could probably seem like superficial or someone who's vain or conceited. Like that's not like the true definition of self-love, right? Most people, I think that's more of the distortion of self-love, right? Conceit, vain, that's the distorted version of it. But talk about a a healthy self-love when you're loving yourself. That doesn't dismiss you don't care for any person. It's, it's just really just making yourself a priority. And because when you give your love to yourself and you allow yourself cup to be filled, you just know how to pour into other people and not from a place of lack. Sure. And I do appreciate the clarification because I know, and I think you said it before in the other podcast, it, it's not about, or no, maybe it's this one. Oh, I can't remember. But it's not about, okay, I'm going to do all these external things. I'm getting my pedicures and doing all those external. But it really does go back to getting back to who you were made in Christ. (laughs) So I I was going to ask, do you have any other final thoughts for our audience in everything that you shared in these two episodes? If you can remember that far back. (laughs) Just remember to know that you know, don't dismiss your desires because God gave you those desires of your heart. You know, don't be afraid to reach out for help or seek the help if you want to learn a better understanding of yourself. And there's different avenues of doing that, right? Whether it's working with a coach or seeking a counselor or maybe start journaling, but just really make a decision within yourself that you just want to become a better person today than yesterday. And just know that you're loved and lovable. Yeah. And I think that is, because I know that was part of my journey as well. She didn't know she was talking about me the whole time. (laughs) 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 But being able to embrace that I am lovable. Yes, I am. And people do actually want to be around me and I don't have to be fake. So that's a very important. It's just just easier to be yourself. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I was many things. But I was good at being many, but it's not the many that God can. It, it could get exhausting after a while. It's tiring. And then you have to remember who got what part of you. <laughs> yeah. It's just easier to be yourself. Yeah, like, oh, I'm supposed to be this way with this friend. Oh, I forgot. Oh. <laughs> just, yes. So it goes back to that exhausting piece. But Shauna, I, I did share a little bit before in terms of leaving with our audience, how can they find you? more information to get in contact with you if they want to dig a little bit deeper. Can you provide that information? Yes. So I went like earlier this year. Uh, so I have a new website. It's called um, the selfloveglowup.com. So definitely you could check that out and see this type of services that I do offer 
I do offer a free 15-minute consultation to see if you and I will be a good fit of any of the services that I do provide. I'll be changing like social media to the self-love empowerment coach. So yeah, so just earlier this year, I did a little rebranding, but I think if you just want more detailed information, the website would be the best place, www.selfloveglowup.com. And you say in blow with a B-L-O-W. Glow, glow, G-L-O-W, like the glow up, mm-hmm. self-love glow up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And we'll also have it posted on our website as well, just in case. And also um, on my website, you'll be able to download my, I guess you want to call it an ebook. It's called How Loneliness Could Lead You to Love. Well, shucks, that's another interview right there. <laughs> I'm like, what? How does that work? <laughs> yes, go get the ebook so you can find out how that works, which is yeah. great information. And, and Shauna, I, I definitely, again, appreciate your time that you provided with us. And it's been fun chatting with you. And it's been fun yeah. to close all my business. This is good. This is actually my first podcast for the year. So this is a great way to kick off, especially with me rebranding and stuff. So this is, and I'm honored that we got to connect. And also, I enjoy this. So Yeah. And, and as, again, all the things that you shared, not only did you hit who I am, but it's all the things that we're trying to give back to others. So it's quite exciting to have a partner in this work where we're just really trying to encourage and strengthen and at the end of the day, inspire you to be your authentic selves and, and be embraced by who you are. Oh, I always, almost keep forgetting. I almost <laughs> forgot. But tonight, yay, tonight, after all this chatting that I've been doing tonight, we're finally having our first online workshop of the year. We're going to be talking about praying and journaling some of the things that Shauna hit on throughout the interviews. And this will be an opportunity for just to have a step of, okay, how do I get started? And so we're going to be here to kind of provide some information on how to get started. So it's tonight, Tuesday, February 16th, it's tonight, 7 p.m., it's a small donation fee of $3. Please come on out. We have plenty of space. We'll love to have you. Again, come back next week because next week what we're going to do is take all this wonderful information, try to condense it into something that's tangible that you can put in your little back pocket and have for you on your little everyday walk. And of course, we're going to continue to bring you great content this season. We're starting out with a bang. Join us next week. <laughs>